Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Church, as I was just thinking about what as I was praying about what to share this morning, no, uh, the Lord led me to this scripture. Uh, so can we all tune, uh, tune, sorry, can we all <laughs> turn together to Matthew 25, verse 1 to 13. Give us a shout, give us um, some comments if you are there already. Amen. The scripture will also be flashed up on the screen before you and let's read it together. Amen. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamb and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lambs. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard: Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lambs. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lambs are going out. But the wise answered, Say, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go, but ra- go, go rather to those who sell and buy for yourself. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who went ready, those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins also came out also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Verse 13 says, Watch therefore, for you not know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Amen. No, uh, as I was reading through this parable, sorry, I, I know it, it doesn't exactly end on the most uh, positive note, um, but you know, uh, Jesus spoke in parables not to make us feel bad about ourselves, but in every parable that Jesus was teaching, he was just uh, trying to teach us uh, lives, teach us lessons that we can apply in our lives as well. You know, as I was reading through this parable, you can see the difference here is really the five wise virgins took an ex- took a little bit of extra oil and the five foolish virgins didn't take that and 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 that brings me to the title of my message for today which is a little is a lot you know as i was doing some research you know and um no, and I was doing some research and uh, going back to the lambs that, that were used during Jesus' time. Actually, it was a really small lamb. I don't have the exact measurements, but um, as I was looking through pictures, the extra oil that the five, five wise virgins took was just, it's not like a gallon of oil that you have to lap around, but it was just a little, 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 it could be just like this. It was just that little that made that difference. You know, and in life as well, you know, we have that saying, a little goes a long way. And in life, you know, so even in life, in life, as a whole, in life as we live it, a little does go a long way. You know, for example, you know, uh, the government is introducing the Eat Out to Help Out scheme for the month of August. And I was looking through the various... Uh, various discounts and stuff and sometimes we're like whoa that's really such a good deal you know for example i know um kfc right i know a lot of you like kfc um they have this 80 piece bucket chicken they have introduced it's only, it was uh it's originally priced at six pounds but with the discount it's now three pounds and you're like whoa that's such a bargain but if you think about it it's just a difference of three pounds but 
that three pounds suddenly makes that deal so much more worth it and you're like whoa three pounds for 80 like three pounds for that piece of bucket 80 piece of bucket is so cheap right you go i maybe you can go get get that for no you can't do that for lunch but you can do that tomorrow or for example like a little goes a long way uh we have that bank holiday weekend that's coming up yeah how many are you looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it and you know we think about it it's just that one extra day that makes that difference in the in the week leading up to the bank holiday like next week you'll be like yay we have a bank holiday weekend coming up and then the, on that bank holiday week it's a four-day week and somehow a four-day week work week or four-day week four-day work week makes such a difference you know it's just that one extra day but it makes such a difference it makes us happy it feels like oh i can get through the week better you know that, that that's just one a little goes a long way you know uh you know, recently as well, um, I had an ulcer on my tongue. Oh, it's really horrible. It's, it's just like a one millimeter kind of ulcer. But man, it made my life so difficult. I couldn't eat. I couldn't enjoy food for the whole week. And I was just like, when Pastor Dave asked me, what do you want to eat for dinner? I was like, anything. I don't really care because I can't enjoy my food. And I'm just thinking like one little ulcer can make my life can go such a long way in making my life so difficult or recently i chipped my nail sorry i know i sound very clumsy right but i chipped my nail it's just a little chip on my finger and oh, i couldn't wash my hair properly i couldn't do stuff properly and you just realize like a little really does go a long way and even in the in our ordinary in our lives that makes that difference and what more and god is saying today and i was just preparing god is saying that hey what is that little that you can do in your life that will go a long way with god what is that little extra that you can do today that will make that difference you know god has amazing plans for us and god wants us to continue to progress with him so today i got three points for us what is the little more that we can do in our lives the first one is be a little bit be a little bit more ready you know um in some translations it says that the five wise virgins were prepared you know um another word for ready is prepared and in life we prepare as well you know if you have a job how many of you have sat for exams before and you actually prepare and study for the exams you no know, that's why those of you who are working now sometimes you have that recurring i don't know whether you have that nightmare but i have that nightmare where uh in my dream um I, I have had exams the next day and I'm like, in my dream, I'm like, oh no, I didn't study. And in my dream, I'm panicking. And that be that's because I'm not prepared. You know, uh, for example, if you're going for a job interview, you will prepare as well, isn't it? You will be studying about the company. You'll be preparing questions like, what is your plan for the next five years? Even though you don't really know, but you will come up with an answer. And you'll be thinking through the different scenarios that they'll be asking and asking different ones or researching online. What kind of questions does this company ask? You're doing your research to prepare for the interview you know likewise like a doctor that's preparing uh, for surgery a surgeon that's preparing to go for an operation that surgeon doesn't just voila in into the operation room but the person actually studies and prepares what to do they take look at the blood pressure they look i am not a doctor so i'm just making it up as i go along but i'm sure they prepare you no know, they they do that the, the they do the necessary preparations 
so they can get the end result that they want. And in life, we prepare and we, we get ourselves ready for things that are important to us. And what more God is saying that, hey, will you, will you prepare, get yourself a little bit more ready as well in the things of God? No, for example, you know, we, I felt God say, will you get yourself a little bit more ready for worship? You know, the different examples that I've shared, um, like exams, job interviews, um, different stuff. We prepare because those things are very important to us. And I think we don't prepare sometimes because we don't think that one thing, that the end result is important. And in worship as well, what is our end? What are we looking for? We're looking at the other day, we prepare ourselves for worship because we want to meet with God. We want to experience His presence. And, we, and, and in that, we, we ought to prepare. We, should, uh, we want to prepare ourselves as well to get ready to meet God. And I, I know as uh, Pastor Dave was sharing last weekend about sometimes the lockdown can, can affect our relationship with God. Sometimes we can feel detached from God. And, and, and can I be honest, there are times during this last six, it's been, it's been six months now, in the last six months, that I felt like, man, uh, I know I'm supposed to be a pastor, but I got, why do I feel so detached from you as well? And I think one of the reasons as I, I was thinking about it is sometimes I fail to even prepare myself physically and spiritually for Sunday service. You know, because sometimes oh, with the danger with online service, we can just get out of bed, you know, um, eat our breakfast, do whatever we need to do and just log on, you know. Um, but I felt the Lord saying, would you prepare yourself a little bit more? You know, would you uh, wake up a little bit earlier? Would you maybe, if you need to dress up, dress up. We don't, you know, you see pictures, you know, we don't dress up because it's a legalistic thing to do. We dress up because, you know, that helps us to form our posture in the Lord as well. You know, um, that's why, or uh, maybe tune in a little bit earlier. That's why we have uh, our services are not just starting at 10.30 on the dot, but it's starting a bit, it, start, it starts earlier so that you can tune in to get your hearts and minds ready for God. You know, can I encourage you today? Why don't you take time and prepare a little bit more even before we do, you start worship. Not just on a Sunday, but every different times when you're having your devotions. Take time to, time out to prepare before you meet, meet God. Take time out before you worship God. Amen. The other thing is this, uh, as I felt this, um, even this week, is God say, will you even prepare your, get ready yourself for the day? And I don't mean it in a physical context and all that. I, I'm sure you guys know what to do. But even when you commit your days, your day to the Lord, you know, I'm not a most morning person. Well, I'm semi-am, but yeah, I don't really, <laughs> I mean, I'm semi-am, but I'm the sort of person I wake up and I just want to get into work. But I felt the Lord challenged me this week. Kat, will you just take time out this week before you start your work? Get up a little bit earlier if you have to and just commit the day into the Lord, to the Lord, to Him. And I find that um, it makes, it made a difference, you know, maybe just a simple prayer. Maybe it's just a 10 minutes of owning a, putting on a worship song, you know, but the, you know, the word of the Lord also says this, Psalms 5 verse 3, it says this, My voice you shall hear in the morning, Lord, in the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. Wow, that's such a powerful reminder again. No, can I encourage you? Why don't you begin to do that? No, different things in our lives that we can get ourselves ready for. It's really in the area of personal evangelism as well. We've been going through that series in our homes as well. On what is it like to, what it is to be, to go through, um, to practice, um, to be, 
practical in our personal evangelism. How many of you are enjoying the series so far? Give me some likes. Uh, if you haven't joined us for Holmes before, hey, hop on into our next Holmes. Uh, you can catch up with whatever we are teaching at Holmes as well. But as I was going through that, and also as you know, we're going through Alpha as well. And I heard it's been an awesome time. I heard different ones are really enjoying discovering it. And I also reminded again that, hey, we need to prepare ourselves to be able to uh, bring the good news, to be able to preach the gospel to different ones. You know, um, I, I, I like to hear, I, when I, was, uh, I watched a bit of the videos on Alpha, and I like Nikki Gumbel how systematic he is, and I like how it's so broken down so nicely. But as I thought about it, the man, there have there have must been so much preparation to think through that process, and I felt the Lord challenged me as well because, to be honest, don't judge me, okay? But I'm not the most uh, theological person. I'm not the most intellectual person. If you ask me why it is, I'm like, I don't know. I, I believe because I believe. Sorry, I know I sound very simple, but. Just because I'm like that doesn't mean everyone else is like that. And I used to get a bit, oh, why are you asking me theological questions? Why are you asking me such questions? But I, I'm reminded again by the Lord that people are searching. And God is asking me like, Kat, you cannot be just like that. You know, even though you're not like that by nature, you are not the most, uh, you're, you're not that kind of person by nature. But you need to also prepare yourself a bit more. You know, uh, we, we talk about per preparing your personal testimony to be able to share with your friends. How many of you thought it sounds easy, but actually it wasn't that easy as it is. But God is saying that, hey, will you, uh, will all of us um, prepare ourselves, prepare, get ready to share when we have the chance to share, you know. You know, in um, different scripture in 2 Timothy 4 verse 2, it says this, preach the word, being ready in season and out of season convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. You know, in 1 Peter 3.15, it also says this, but sanctify the Lord in your heart and always be ready to give everyone a defense who asked you for a reason, for the hope that is in you with, with, with meekness and fear. The Bible also teaches us that, hey, we ought to be ready in and out of season. And sometimes this is the area I feel that a lot of us, we just... Uh, if someone asks me, I'll think about it then, or I'll direct them to the pastor, or, or I don't know. But hey, in this season, will you also allow the Lord, allow God to challenge you, allow yourself to get yourself a little bit more ready, so that when someone asks you about Jesus, we have an answer, we, we are able to be able to respond a little bit quicker, a little bit better, so that person can be one step closer to God. Amen. The other, this, moving on to the second point. Um, it's this, be a little bit more open. You know, as I was reading through this parable, the reason why I said at the beginning of my sermon, it's not exactly the most, it didn't exactly end on the most encouraging note because the foolish, five foolish versions didn't meet, get to meet the bridegroom. And then when I read through this, I think for me, I felt, ouch, because I could relate to the five foolish virgins. You know, I thought, God, that can be, it, it, actually, it can be me. Uh, I, I could have been so easily be one of the five foolish virgins. I couldn't, I don't think I'll be brave enough to say I'll be the five wise ones. And you know, the reason is this, is because, and they were not, as I was reading through that, they were not malicious. They didn't do anything different from the five, in the sense that they didn't, they did, did other than the fact that they didn't carry extra oil. They were not malicious in their 
intentions you know I, they, they 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 wanted to meet the bridegroom as well you know it, it was just that they they was it was just that they took for granted that the bridegroom would come on time they didn't think much about it and this is it's our areas in our lives that we there are areas in our lives that we don't think much about and what's this called a blind spot you know blind spot happens you know you hear about the car accidents happen because you know there's a blind spot that you didn't see how many of you nearly got into an accident because you didn't see a blind spot as well i did and i constantly was yelling at me like hey why did you see that car like oh sorry i didn't see it you know um that's called a blind spot because we can't see it we we just can't see it you know how many of you who studied hard for an exam the whole night um you studied through the books and yet the next morning you're like i think i missed something <laughs> that's a blind spot or for me like I, um, or different ones of you have worked you can pour through a document review it multiple times to make sure it's perfect and you think it's perfect and then when your colleague or someone else or looks at it with fresh eyes they're like hey how come there's a typo there how come there's a typo this and you're like but i looked at it the whole time and that happened to me and then sometimes uh <laughs> my boss would be like Catherine, there's a typo here i'm like quite embarrassing but i really thought like i really thought i looked at it and these are what these are blind spots blind spots happen because it's really that we can't see it or maybe because of experience we have grown numb because of things that we have taken for granted we just just can't see it for ourselves and that's where and i was reading through this the five foolish virgins and the five wise went out together and the five foolish virgins knew that the five brought extra oil because at the end of the parable they said please give us your extra oil but that yet it, even when they saw that they didn't think to ask they didn't think like to ask like why or they didn't think to themselves maybe i should get that extra and this all this is again a blind spot and blind spots are this right we can't see it for ourselves and sometimes we need different ones to help point out those blind spots to us you know that's why can i encourage you today why don't you open up a little bit more to the people in your lives to your pastors to your home leaders to the leaders that god has placed in your life why don't you open up a little bit more let yourself be challenged a bit more be a bit more vulnerable grow allow our skin to be a bit little thicker <laughs> i know none of us like to be told that hey what you're doing is not right but you know but won't let that blind spot derail us from the plans of God. Now, I remember this. I was just thinking, hmm, when has someone told me about my blind spots, right? It's a really funny story. Don't judge me, okay? And I remember when I was in university, I really liked sleeping, right? I really, okay, I think some of you know that, but I really, really like sleeping. So, right, um, I had really an, an unhealthy, now looking back, I would call it a really unhealthy habit that I'll sleep a lot in the afternoon from 1 to 5 two to five and i'll get really grumpy if i don't get my afternoon nap and i think it, it wasn't healthy in that sense i remember my and when i go down um at the time um where i was staying we would have cell group as well and i'll just go into cell group looking like i just woke up a bit and i remember my cell group leader at the time homes leader at the time had to come and talk to me and say Kesha, i don't think that what you're doing is really healthy for your life it's not good for you it's not good that you're just sleeping all the time. And I remember thinking, oh, what are you talking about? I just like to sleep. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, she made sense. It's just at the time, I couldn't see it. And funnily enough, now I'm telling you guys, students, please 
get your sleeping pattern <laughs> a bit more in order. <laughs> but yeah, the irony of it. But yeah, that's what blind spot. So, but I think as a result, I appreciated that. I took stock about what she uh, she said to me. Uh, I wasn't thrilled at first to hear it, but after a while, upon reflection, I'm like, oh, actually, she's right. Uh, it was affecting me in ways that I didn't think about. And so I would encourage you, why don't you open up a little bit more? You know, it doesn't matter. Sometimes we don't want to open up because we think that, well, that person is not experienced, that person is not spiritual, that person may not know what they're going through. But hey, unless you do so, you never know. You know, um, you never know. And I believe that, that, that God has formed the church. God has allowed, the church is not just for the lost but for the found as well, amen. You know, in the last in the last parable, it says this. The in the in the last parable, sorry, in the last part of the parable, the five foolish were then went to the five wise and said, "Hey, please give us the extra oil. Please give us the extra oil." So, and they were they only asked for help when when that situation was so dire at that time. You no, know, can I encourage you? Don't let that situation. Don't only go to help when you. Don't only go open up when you need help, but go, you know, in, as a church, we want to do life with you. We want to do life together. And part of it is just cheering each other on, strengthening each other, telling each other, hey, you can do better. You know, in Proverbs, it says this, um, Proverbs 27, it says this, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. You know, another Proverbs 15, verse 22, it says, without counsel, plans go away. But in the multitude of counsels, counselors that are established. So can I encourage you? Open up a little bit more. Open up a bit of your life. Let yourself, let your guard down. We're good, nice people. Let your guard down. Be vulnerable a little bit more. Now another part I realized about opening up a little bit more is sometimes it's gonna sound funny, but hear me out, okay? Open up a little bit more to God. <laughs> you know, I I I I as I was going through um after Pastor Day's sermon last week, I was just thinking like, oh, why did I feel detached? And I realized, yeah, I was I was just like, oh, I felt like 2020 for me was like, oh, I felt like a wasted. It felt like I didn't do much for the last five months in that sense, if you get what I mean. And I realized one part of me is just, and I, it was just pent up and I felt detached by God because I just didn't want to talk to God about it for whatever reason, don't ask me why. But I realized that I just didn't want to voice out. I just wanted to internalize it. And that's sometimes that what happens with us as well. When we go through stuff, maybe we're scared about what God will say. Or maybe we just don't want to talk to God about it. Uh, but can I encourage you also open up to God a little bit more. You know, maybe we're scared to open up because God, you feel like we feel like we're not perfect. But God, I want to say to you, God knows us inside out. And we don't have to be perfect before we come to Him. So will you just open up your lives a little bit more to the people, to the leaders in your life, to your pastors in your life. And also to God. Amen. And that brings me to my last point for today is be a little bit more stretchy. Okay, I don't mean stretchy in the sense of physical stretch. Sorry. But here again, as I as I read through the parable, was, the only like again, as I mentioned a lot of times throughout this morning, is the difference was really the extra all, right? And what's the extra all represents actually? It represents capacity. You know, that five wise virgins just had a little bit more capacity to think to bring the extra oil, a little bit more capacity to carry the extra oil. And God is saying to us today, will you just learn to stretch in your capacity a little bit? You know, maybe some of us here, um, we need to just learn to 
stretch in our faith a little bit more. You know, uh, as I was pre uh, preparing this message, I felt God say, hey, tell my people, hey, learn to dream a little bit more with Him. You know, sometimes in the lockdown, in, in this environment that we're in, um, sometimes it feels life can be a bit more mundane in that sense. But God's saying, hey, uh, I'm just reminded again that God is still moving. Can I just say, friends, to you again that God is moving. God never stops moving. And God's saying that, hey, tell my people that I still am working. And will you ask them to continue to have faith, continue to dream the, of the things that he can do for you. God doesn't stop just because the world stops, seemingly stops. And the thing about capacity is this, uh, what is capacity? What is stretch being stretchy in this context I mean, it says the willingness to stretch ourselves beyond what we're comfortable with you know the the five foolish virgins just had enough but can i encourage you let's not live with the just have enough mentality with god you know we don't want to go for a meal where we just have enough well it'll be okay but you know you won't enjoy it because if the meal is just enough you feel I don't know about you, but if I go to like a restaurant, a, a meal where it feels like it's just enough for us, I'll feel very hesitant to take a lot of food enough for, food for me. Because I'll feel like, oh, maybe that person needs more. And we don't seemingly enjoy it so much. And we don't like the just enough. But hey, sometimes we live on the just enough for God. I'm just doing, God, I think this is okay. But why don't we, what can I encourage you? Why don't you stretch yourself a little bit more, you know? Um, you see, God has great plans for us. God has great plans for you. But sometimes we, we and we, I, I believe that all of us wants to do great things for God. But sometimes we can't get, we just, we, we can't do it yet. Maybe we don't have the capacity for it. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You know, for example, I'm not a very fit person, right? Sorry, just being honest. Um, but if I can't run one kilometer, I probably can. But if I can't do one kilometer, what makes me think I can do a half marathon? You know, I need to build up my capacity one day to run a half marathon, right? I can't just go from one to twenty, one to whatever half marathon is. Uh, I, I need to start one to two, two to three. You know, and capacity is, it starts with just us stretching that little bit. You know, um, it's just stretching that little bit. You know, uh, Pastor Dave, to, recently, last week, he went for bouldering with some people the home uh, some of the people in london and he came back he's like <laughs> the next couple of days he was like oh my muscle is aching <laughs> and he's like i can't move i can't chop the vegetables i can't chop pop i can't do stuff properly and the thing is we don't sometimes we don't like to stretch it's because we don't like the pain and the discomfort that comes along with it you know but can i encourage you today stretch a little bit just a little bit see sometimes a little bit more adds up and that can make the difference in your life you now can i share this i remember when i first came when i first started working and we, we continued to make trips down to bristol i was really really tired <laughs> can i be honest i was very grumpy because i felt like god i'm really i, I like i work monday to friday and then uh saturday we do bristol and sunday we did church at that time i felt exhausted i felt like god i didn't have a weekend but i think the first few weeks i was literally exhausted all i wanted to do was just sleep and hide in my cocoon my introverts coming out then um but as i realized as i did it more it got easier it got better and then when comes summer i know bristol normally takes a break in the summertime a little bit of a break i remember feeling like oh yeah i get a break 
But I remember by the week, after one month, I'm like, hmm, shit, I'm kind of done with this break. I'm ready to go again. And, but I wouldn't have been able to say that if I didn't just allow my, myself to be stretched just a little bit, week by week, just a little bit. And that builds up to be able to be, God was, God was able to help me build up my stamina, my capacity to do more in that sense for Him. So can I encourage you today? What is God saying to you? What is the areas in your life that you can just stretch a little bit more? You know, is it giving to God a little bit more? Is it maybe even coming for homes? Or if you come for homes, coming a little bit earlier, or be on time, or maybe participating a little bit more, or maybe staying back a little bit more. Or later on when we have our hangouts, uh, your home leaders will say, hey, we're having hangouts, maybe join. And part of opening up, right? Talk about opening up a little bit more. Or maybe it is making time for a friend, making time for that someone. What is that little bit, a little bit more that you can do? What is that little bit more that God can is challenging you to do today? You see, I, I think that little, God is not demanding a lot. It's that little bit more that He's asking us this morning. Amen. Amen. I pray that you've been encouraged this morning. And then I pray that you just take hold, ask God to search our hearts a bit more. Search our hearts, see what this week is that little bit more that we can do in our lives. You know, for those of you, maybe you're tuning in for the first time, or maybe a friend invited you, or maybe you've been tuning in a while and you don't know God yet. Uh, I just want to I just want to end this message with just saying that you know that that Jesus that um, you know the end of the parable, the bridegroom came and brought his bride out. You know that's such a beautiful picture because that's how the Bible describes the relationship between us and Jesus. You know as the bridegroom reaching out for his bride. You see those movies where the bridegroom is just waiting excitedly for his bride to come, and I want to say to you today that God is waiting for you. God loves you so much um, and his, his invitation is there uh, for you to invite him into your lives. So, you know, at the end of the message, later on, there'll be a prayer that'll be fleshed up for you where you can just say a simple prayer to invite Jesus into your life. You know, um, Jesus, no, um, to invite Jesus into your life. So if you want to do that, um, please do that. Do message us so that we can get in touch with you and lead us on lead you on this journey. Amen. Amen. Now I come to the end of my message today. I pray you've been blessed and I pray that you have a good week ahead. But before we just end, will you just allow me to pray? Amen. Thank you. Father, I thank you Lord for today again. We thank you Lord for your message. God, we thank you for your word. God, Lord, your word says that. God, I pray that even as we read through your message today, uh, God, I pray that you will help us to search our hearts, God, in areas of our lives that we can challenge ourselves a little bit more, areas in ourselves where we can ready a little bit more, areas in our people in our lives that we can be leaders in our lives that we can be a little bit more open with. God, I pray that you will give us the capacity, give us the strength, give us your grace. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.